The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey there, Tennessee fans. Wish I had some sadder music queued up. Tennessee falls to freaking Mizzou. Stadium of uh, 61,000 people making some noise. Too bad Tennessee wasn't making any noise. We got a special show for you this week. Our once a year attendee. We'll introduce him here in just a minute. Thanks for listening to Tennessee Fan Talk. As always, you got the Duke, you got Bird, special guest this week, Mr. Franklin, our resident Georgia fan. And yes, we do have him on the week prior to Georgia. That means that we are normal Tennessee fans, not crazy Tennessee fans that think everybody else is garbage. Not to mention... Franklin brings a huge insight into uh, stats. We, I'm lucky enough to um, talk with him week over week uh, without a mic, and uh, the amount of knowledge he brings to it is insane. We do want to talk Tennessee football. We want to talk Tennessee basketball. Brazing through social media. Y'all know how social media is uh, with as far as Tennessee goes after a loss. It's pointing fingers everywhere, here and there, everywhere. It's coaches. It's defense. It's the need to get rid of Tim Banks. It's this. It's that. Everyone, every couch coach gets out there. Let's. We're going to break it down by the numbers. You are. I'm not. <laughs> well, you're going to... Talk about what we break down on the Sure, numbers. yeah, you're going to break it down. Let's give you opinion on how we got so many dumb fans in our fan base. No, I got opinions on that. <laughs> but before hey, before we get into it real quick, I want to give a shout-out. Uh-oh. Long-time listener. Uh-oh. Hit us with the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Shout-out to Eli. What's up, dude? We appreciate you listening to us every week. Thank um, you. Thank you, Eli. Next time you're out there on the water ripping lips, catch a big one for me, man. <laughs> Tennessee fan base, I, I do. I cannot wait to hear from a Georgia fan that lives in Tennessee. And they bark at each other, so they had definitely have an opinion. <laughs> you guys, we don't bark at everyone; just the opposite fan base. No, if somebody ain't, if some Georgia fan doesn't have their mind right, you'll bark at him to, to get his ass in gear. I know how it works. Yeah, it's called motivate and inspire. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get them on their game with a bark. Put your smile on the Bulldogs play today. Go dogs! Yeah. Go on! <laughs> Offensive struggles. Um, 
I see all over defense this, defense that. I mean, it's it's Cody Schrader. He's number one in the league for a reason. Um, the Lollipop Guild. And <laughs> how short he is. We we came from we came from the same tribe. Mm. The Munchkins. The Munchkins. Um, he just grew up on the streets with the with the gangster lollipop guild guys out there shanking one another, giving prison tats. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, Helen Keller looked like he did some drawings on his arm. I going down the stat line. First downs, Tennessee 15, Mizzou 26. We're normally between that 20 and 30 range. So that already, the first line already shows offensive woes. Debt yards rushing 83 for Tennessee, 255. But we we only had 23 attempts where Mizzou had 51. So if we're the triple back threat, why did we only try to run it 23 times? I thought we were playing scared. Looks scared to me. Passing, I mean, as far as yardage goes, we were neck and neck with them. So it all come down to the run game. We only put up 350. Total yards of offense, 530 for Mizzou. Mm. Three fumbles, two of them lost. Penalties, 95. We look like Alabama. Except for when they're in Tuscaloosa, then they only have five yards of penalties somehow. Well, I mean that was the first live ball penalty against a Tennessee opponent in what three and a half games. Yeah, but I'm not a blame the ref kind of guy. Like you said, there's calls that can be made. Every, now the the blatant you could call hold on every on every play if they wanted to. The blatant, blatant outside holds that that is a little sickening. It, it's the no nah. calls on those are a little sickening when nah. when the same player has been horse collared or you know arm chokehold around the throat three weeks in a row uncalled. That's that's a little crazy. We need to pull the mean machine and throw the football and hit the ref in the nuts. <laughs> mean, machine. mean machine. You know what mean I'm saying? Machine. I would go three and out to take, you know, three and out. <laughs> hit him in the nuts three times. It should get his mind right. Throw different ones. Turn around throw it at the back judge. I mean, Joe yeah. Milton, if he threw it as hard as he could, it would rupture the testicles. <laughs> Oh, there's so many ways we can go with that. <laughs> Elephantitis of the testicles. So many ways. So many ways we can go with that. Tennessee only had the ball 20 minutes and four seconds away from 40 minutes for Mizzou. Five of 13 third down conversions. This is not a defensive problem. This is, as we've said in, in losses in the past, this is a defense being on the field too bloody long. You're going to make mistakes when you're on the field that long. We still had eight tackles for loss, three of those being sacks, which was they only had four tackles for loss in one sack. When you look at the drive chart, here's the problem. And I'm going to go back to Milton, and I'm not saying. I've always said Milton is a athletic quarterback. 
He doesn't have the mindset for it. They've had to throw up, uh, you know, change the playbook for him. First first drive, there's one, two, three, four, five, six drives uh, under 30 yards. Five of those, um, I'm sorry, four of those under 10 yards. We both had 11 drives. Both teams had 11 drives. And we had some with 8, 13, 1, negative 3. The three and outs are insane. And then when you break this thing down play by play, it's short pass to the left, short pass to the right, short pass to the middle, short, short, short. It sounds like, uh, you know, my entire life. Short, middle, short, middle. <laughs> Milton fumbled, short left, short left. Incomplete, incomplete, short right, short right, short middle. Do I, do I, do I have my uh, point made here? Fumbled by Bilton again. Incomplete, intercepted, pick six, short left, incomplete. Every bit of this comes from Milton. You ain't going to try to sell me. Now, do we have the talent at wide receivers we had last year? No. We don't have the talent anywhere except for maybe running back position. When you go through play-by-play, it says deep pass one time. And that was the touchdown throw. Other than that, we did not have a deep reception. Uh, Matter of fact, I would have to comb through it again, but I don't even think it said deep pass incomplete. I will say that I hate AstroTurf. It should be illegal. <laughs> so does so hurt. does Georgia. If we want to uh, <laughs> have a common item with a Georgia fan, it's uh, turf. I don't know where you went. He's gone. <laughs> I had to put the dogs up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have ran out of beer. Oh, no. I was so scared. <laughs> Wait on to go. Oh, that too. Psh. Yeah. So uh, we said one item that uh, we can agree on is that we both hate turf. Yeah. And Vanderbilt Stadium <laughs> with their like two cranes holding a scoreboard up that are going to get blown away in the wind. It just proves to me that the University of uh, Missouri doesn't have enough money to keep a ground grounds crew on staff. <laughs> so they're like, ah, let's just throw some Astro turf out there. No upkeep. You know. It's like putt-putt golf. You never know where the hole's going to be. Like, there's sure. a clown in the middle of it. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like a, it's like when Happy Gilmore's training to learn golf. That's basically what their turf is. I'm, I legitimately had to Google where Columbia, Missouri was. It's pretty much Kansas. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Satan's butthole. Like, it's <laughs> oh, not yeah. a place. I mean, I just it looked dreary. There Saturday, yesterday. It did. Yes, that it did. Like, like, we have Rock City in Chattanooga, and they call that Rock City. I mean, it's pretty much not the same place. <laughs> they call it Rock Sidelines, Rock End Zones. Like, My high school yeah, had that, too. My high school had East spelled out in the rocks in the end zone. Mm. Eagleville has that as well. Eagleville. Eagleville. Pronounce it correct. Eagleville. Eagleville. A little, 
a little positive note before we jump into what apparently Heupel was not given when he started. I do want to pop over to Tennessee basketball just for a second. 2-0. and Got to love their win uh, at Wisconsin. My boy, uh, Connect. That's that, that falls for you, Duke, with... Uh, I know you like the killer last names. Dalton Connect. Yep. He, he connected for 24, four. 24 points. Connect four. <laughs> he, uh, 36 minutes in the game, he, he played a lot. Seven for nine on the free throws for him. Five for seven for Triple J and 14 points. They were not too bad. Tw- only 50% um, field goals, uh, three points, five for 17. You know, Tennessee usually lives or dies by the three. Less than 30% on the threes. Not too great. They got to, they got to, <laughs> Get that uh, get that fixed. Yeah, three pointers, double edged sword, mm. and eighty two percent from the free throw. They looked. I good. also like to strangle whoever approved that. On, uh, I mean, I have a Peacock login, so it doesn't bother me. But the amount of people asking for my login, <laughs> it Did, should be a crime <laughs> to have to, to do that. Yeah, to to put it only on. Yeah, yeah. You mean you don't want to pay for the Big Ten Network? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Neither did they. It's kind of kind of like Ducktown. It's quite huh? a good place. Leave it alone. <laughs> didn't know it was there. Yeah, it's nice. Thirteen minutes in. Before we go to break. We have to send this out, and got to got to do this one really good because we got to make clips of it and get it on social media. Josh Heupel, amazing year last year, but I think him taking the job, he was not made aware of fan base expectations. One of those expectations, number one, you have to beat in any given year. Either Florida, Alabama, or Georgia. We would. There's wishes, there's hopes, and there's musts. You must beat one of the three each year. We would love to have two or three, but you have to beat one of them. That's stupid expectations for what we've dealt with for the past twenty years. Stupid expectations. We know that you're going to lose a rough one on the road. Road is is very hard to go. But road in Tuscaloosa, hard. Road in Swamp, hard. Road in Athens, apparently has gotten very hard over the past four or five years. Prior to that, not a very loud stadium. Yeah, loudest in the SEC. Oh, is it though? I would have to. I would have to think that Tiger Stadium would have to say something about that. Little, little Baton Rouge at night. Yeah, I mean Baton Rouge. It's overrated. LSU is way overrated. You're going to lose a tough one on the road. Getting blown out in a crowd of sixty-one thousand. Not acceptable. Dobbins been at high school. Not acceptable. I mean, what's next? Lost to Vandy at home? Lost to Vandy at Vandy? Mm. See, I, I think you fall under the you fall under the hat of 
out of context Tennessee fan right now because look at I mean the only reason he's getting catching so much flack is because we went ten and two last year. If he'd have went six and six last year or whatever, six and whatever he could have went. I'm not saying that he's not the guy. I mean, there's stupid people out there calling for this man's head. I'm not saying he's not the guy. I'm saying there are expectations that you should hit, you know, that you need to know about as a Tennessee coach. Uh, As a a third party man, like bowl eligibility should have been your expectation. I I said that at the first episode of the first episode of the year. I said eight and four. He exceeded everything. So if you all go nine and three this year, that's amazing. Like you know, there's on, you know there's only one road to nine, right? That's through you. Who do y'all play last? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, and then name and boom. Oh, you're sure. talking about with with postseason, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like your freaking Music that. City Bowl. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I will not watch another Music City Bowl. Yeah, Liberty Bowl. Duke Mayo Bowl. I've been. I, I mm. said that. But no, what I'm saying is, is I said it off before we started that as bad as we have to take the pill and swallow, we are a mid program in the SEC, have been for 10 years, and it's probably going to stay like that forever, especially with Oklahoma and Texas coming in. Yeah. There is only before that, before Oklahoma and Texas came in, there's really only four elite coaching jobs in the SEC two in the East, two in the West, Alabama, LSU in the West. Florida, Georgia in the East. Tennessee is just like every other school in the SEC, minus Vanderbilt when it comes to coaching. And A&M has the money, but A&M has stunk forever. We're just mids. We got We just got to accept it. We're going to come in and we'll finish. We'll have one good year ever, eight years. We can't be firing people left and right or requesting to fire people left and right. Oh, it's crazy. He definitely does We're not just need to be fired. Why are, I mean, our fan base has to be the worst in America, and I'm a part of it <laughs> when it comes to that crap. I agree. 100%. I'm being honest. Like, it it makes me mad when I see these people say, like, oh, we, they need to do this. Buddy, shut the hell up. Yeah. Eight, I'd said eight and, eight and four. I mean, we're way ahead of schedule. Last year was a fluke. Fluke La- year. Last year was just talent. And Missouri is better than us this year. Missouri is is arguably the third best team in the SEC. Arguably. I would agree 100% on that. I mean, LSU beat them. I'm right. But I'm saying arguably, that any given day, Missouri could beat pretty much everybody except Georgia. So you've got Georgia at 7 and 0, Alabama at 7 and 0, Ole Miss and LSU both at 5 and 2. I'd say Missouri would blow the and, doors off Ole Miss. And Mizzou comes in there at four and two. Yeah, uh, Missouri is better than Ole Miss. Missouri's better than everybody but Georgia, but Bama, maybe. Uh, LSU awesome. beat them, so you got to give LSU the upper hand yep, right now. But right. like I said, that, any given time, it could have been the other way around. Yeah, LSU got them, I think, by 10. Yeah, 10 points. Daniels is probably the best player in the nation because everybody else on the LSU team stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on him, arm yeah. or legs. It's all on him. But Melrose the same way at Alabama. He figured it out. Nineteen minutes in, we're going to take a quick break, and then 
we're going to talk about the dogs at Neela. Dogs on top. Hey, Vols fans, let's be honest. Do you really trust where the meat comes from at your local grocery store? With all the fillers and preservatives out there and their unknown long-term issues, why not take a little stress off of your grocery list? More and more people are going back to the farmers for their local eggs, vegetables, fruits, honey. Teague Premium Beef offers a local solution to a nationwide problem. Simply visit bellbucklebeef.com to select your cuts and choose the processor nearest you. Teague Premium Beef will deliver grass-fed, grain-finished beef to that processor. Why take chances on the unknown? Choose local. Choose Teague Premium Beef. back Tennessee fans first half of the show down and uh, we're gonna bring the guys in and and talk about the next week that is uh week what week is that 12 mm. it's almost over thank goodness mm. I don't have stress no more <laughs> listen to a bunch of bums out there now what we're not going to do this week is waste a whole bunch of time talking about chattanooga at alabama ul monroe at Ole miss i think southern miss beats mississippi state <laughs> that's just i'm just kidding i don't know more cowbell what about abilene christian beating a and m you think that can happen no so we only have a couple games to talk about new mexico state might beat auburn <laughs> And let's go Gators. Come on, Gators. I hate I'd, Eli Drinkwich. I uh I would really like Florida to win that one. However, well, however I bet Eli Drinkwich's dad fought in the war on the wrong side. <laughs> Just a guess. Let's hit these two games since we're talking about it. Florida and Missouri. I've got Missy thirty five twenty four. Franklin? Uh, 41-26. 41-26? Yeah. Miz? Yeah. Like, Florida's well, terrible. Yeah, Florida like, doesn't score. Teams. Florida doesn't score that much, guys. Oh. They score 10 points. They score 10 points. 10. Yeah, 49-10. <laughs> so, they're, <laughs> they're going to put it on them worse than they did us. That's what you're saying. I mean, I would hope to God. Where's it at? Missouri. At Missouri. That Missouri. That, oh, that, I, I don't think that might be one of the only places in the SEC that doesn't have a home field advantage. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're in the same aspect as Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's got the home field advantage. If you're the, the away team. Yeah, if you're the, if you're the other team. <laughs> uh, Kentucky visiting South Carolina. That might be a good game. 
Uh, yeah. Baylor ball. Yeah, if you're a Kentucky fan, I got a Kentucky 35-28. Are you just reading the Vegas odds and coming up with the spread? Nope. <laughs> 28-21 cats. Had, hadn't looked at them yet. 28-21 cats. I never look at them. It's going to be like a 30-12 to 12 game. North Carolina's not going to pull. No, they're going to be off. 30-12 to 12 Kentucky? Kentucky. Kentucky it depends, is the It just depends on how lubed up the cockpit gets. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. out of October. So and it it's is. Like it's, 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 well, remember, their whole thing right now uh, is remember November. Remember what we did last November. Ooh. We beat I'm Tennessee and Clemson. Butch Jones 2.0 at South Carolina. I've said it every man. week, but it is true. So I, My I, man can tell ice to an Eskimo. Watching his pr- his pregame uh, on SEC Network, I was just like, "Wow, this is why the Duke said that he this guy's a humongous doucher. Like he was horrible. He'd be he really good at Ponzi scheme for losing a game. He blamed hot dogs for losing <laughs> game. He kicked a wall and broke his foot, and then giggled about it in a press conference. Twelve year old coach at a college football team." <laughs> Like, he needs a special helmet to go to Chuck E. Cheese's, like, when he goes out there. I mean, I can understand why CBS would pick this game of the week because the rest of them. tell me they don't want to watch FIU in Arkansas? (laughs) The rest of them are just garbage. Number two, Georgia, at what says – what did Tennessee fall to? I saw 21 in the coaches. In the AP poll, they're 20th. 20th, okay. I guess the the, uh, the football you. playoff poll, which means nothing now, is yeah. tomorrow. It's uh, to us anyway. T- isn't it Tuesday night? But may I, hell, I don't know. I don't watch it. I think it's Tuesday night. Um, the last time Georgia came to Neyland, it was what like a thirty-point beating. Yeah, they beat the brakes off of us, right? Yes. It was a beautiful thing. It was a good game to watch. I was there. Really good game to watch. I'm not going to be one of the guys that says start Nico because that would be stupid. That is the stupidest thing we could do this week is start Nico. Um, But I'm not going to say that I wouldn't like to see him. I like to see him on the sidelines in no pads. Uh. <laughs> so remember the last time like a highly rated four st- or five star played against Georgia? That'd be Florida with AR fifteen. It ruined his life. <laughs> like it ruined the rest of his collegiate career. So no, do not start Nico. You don't start Nico. Not at Yeah, not. it's you legitimately you're risking his career you as are. like mentally I mean I'm not BSing. Don't no, do it. Don't you do not start him here. The season is over. Yes. If you want if you want to talk about an irrational Tennessee fan, which there's plenty of them out there. There are. If you don't if you don't go to the SEC championship, then it don't fucking matter. Oh, excuse me, it don't matter anyway. <laughs> Beep. Sorry, I did I really didn't mean to do that. It's okay. I'll just mark this one explicit. Keep going. But you get what I'm saying, though, yeah. right? Like, if you ask the irrational folks, if you don't win the SEC East, it doesn't matter anyway. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So we were and out of it after Florida. So we might as well have when to start when when Ole Miss, and I know we played 
prior to this, but when Ole Miss got stomped, <laughs> um, stomp. then uh, it, it didn't matter, you know. At the vault. They got stomped, stomped at the vault. Um, which, speaking of, last week, you picked the dogs closer, um, and you picked, of course, you picked Missouri to beat Tennessee. <laughs> um, I was right. I knew. I know. I had the. Other, I also, like I said, eight four. I said that when we first started the season, eight and four. I had the other five games. One of them, uh, just closer picks, uh, but the Auburn game, I picked Auburn, and I, I picked, and I said ten. I picked Vanderbilt. How stupid am I? Did you pick Vandy? I sure did. Did Vandy play this? Oh no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I wrote. I wrote Carolina. I picked South Carolina. I thought I picked Vanderbilt. I'm have to go listen to, like listen to the show because I thought I picked Vanderbilt. I can't tell if that says Carolina or Commodore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked Vanderbilt. You probably did. Yeah, just because I hate make, make your humor. make your picks off hate. I do. I do. I legitimately pick off of hate. So yesterday morning, a little shout out to uh, my eldest child. Yeah, we. Wrote down, I wrote down all the games. I said, everyone make your picks. He went seven for seven. He picked Auburn. He picked Mizzou. He probably just listened to Paul Feinbaum. (laughs) (laughs) Got to give him a shout out for that. Send him a uh, Tennessee Fan Talk uh, (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. No, you just just pay for the roof he lives under. So you're good. There you go. Georgia, Tennessee. Let's let's make our our score prediction, and then talk about what has to be done. I I have a feeling I know what all three of these scores are going to be. So we're our we're going to talk about what can Tennessee do to be disruptive. I've got Georgia fifty five to thirteen. I don't even hate you that bad. I'm a 42-17 kind of guy. <laughs> Mighty. And I have a bird as as we were talking before the show. I changed my mind. Okay. 56-10. <laughs> and the I mean, we only put seven up on Missouri. It is plausible to think that we only put up three more against Georgia, and Georgia puts. I'm in the same. Twenty some more on us. Mine is first quarter. You know, just some someone breaks through. You know, breaks free something. Somehow we score a touchdown in the first, and then there's just two field goals the rest of the game. You guys are gonna score first. Like you will. You're gonna score a touchdown real quick, and mm-hmm. everybody's gonna have hope and kneeling and <laughs> throw their hands up and be all excited, and then Georgia's like. Oh shit! Okay, let's not do this anymore. You remember at the beginning of the season when people were saying Georgia can't play two halves? (laughs) Yeah, that was me. And Mike Bobo turned me into a liar. That man can call an offense. (laughs) I'm a liar. (laughs) Because they're fitting five quarters of football into four. Just five scores. I tell you what, we we definitely played scared last week against Missouri. Mm-hmm. We better not play scared against Georgia because it don't dang matter no more. Mm-mm. Like I, I, the first time, like the first time it was fourth and whatever, and we decided to take a delay game and punt. I'm like, oh boy, 
Here we go. I love, uh, was it Tim? Someone, it may have been uh, Tim Bradley, which hopefully we have him on the show next weekend. He is, uh, I tried to get him on uh, last week, I believe it was, and, and uh, he was uh, tied up with doing some military training. Thank you for your service, Tim. Um, what was what, what did you say right before that? Because I just went straight by the blank. Oh, he was talking about hypo and or coaching in general is is that of like a middle school <laughs> coach. It's like Bobby Hill's actually coaching the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's scared to touch girl. He's scared to do anything, and he's just. This timeout is brought to you by Strickland Propane. <laughs> the Strickland Propane call to the bullpen for the baseball team. Baby Hill. Where we sell propane and propane accessories. So you got Brock Bowers back. They're going to have to put, I mean. <laughs> Do you understand, like, how much that is to get him back? That- Sweet recovery, and he's back in less than three scoring touchdowns. He's probably friends with Aaron Rodgers, and they're doing that peyote together. <laughs> I hope the God he is. Like, <laughs> like that kid's ayahuasca. That's what it's called. I couldn't remember what it was called, so I said peyote. Speaking of, you, speaking of peyote, but as long as he's dropping touchdowns, I don't care. I mean, someone that looks like they're doing peyote is back, but. No, he looks like he looks like he's doing head to America. <laughs> he like, lo- he's beating somebody head to America. <laughs> he really is. But he looks good. Oh, he's top five quarterback in the nation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And he's sat behind Stetson Bennett. I saw that he made an appearance, but he I could, saw he made but he could still see over him right when he was sitting behind him. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but didn't Stetson get arrested a couple weeks ago? Uh, no, he had to go back to rehab. Like, dude's an alcoholic and that shit. So. Aren't we all? <laughs> we in are. Some, in some shape or form. And when this like podcast gets big enough and y'all get famous, then your your life will be in the spotlight, too. Then Well, well there's a better chance of a snowball uh, lasting a day in hell than that ever <laughs> I don't know. Bird's trying real hard. Real hard. I, real I hard. hope we, I hope we get there, but we got to do more than just footballs. <laughs> got to do more than football. <laughs> Hence the basketball part of the show. I'd, hey, you want to hit the breaking news? I watched the end of the Lady Vault game the other day, and I regretted it. Oh, the one where they lost at the end? By one point. Against Florida State. Yeah, but I was like, what am I doing watching a women's basketball game? Mm. What happened to your women's basketball game jerseys you were supposed to wear? Uh, they just have a little blue accent <laughs> on the arms and the socks. Yeah, we can't give it too much to the women. I mean, it was cute. It was periwinkle. Hey, at least, the, at least the uh, Lady Balls basketball team has won a natty. The well, men, the team has to. Men, ha- <laughs> men has not, uh, as far as basketball goes, men have not made it past Elite Eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Are you looking at Facebook posts to see who's won natties for Tennessee? No, that's just a known fact. I don't think Georgia has either, have they? What, basketball? Yeah. God, no. They're terrible. <laughs> I was waiting on to go, we got a basketball team? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, South Carolina has just become the University of Tennessee because they're so good at women's basketball and nothing else. <laughs> they are really good at women's basketball. <laughs> Really good. Now you're going to make me look up. Hey, at least we have a, a national championship winning coach. Who did Georgia He did have to? Kevin Durant on the team that he coached, but who cares? Who did Georgia lose to last? No, I'm looking at uh, basketball. It's probably us. Oh, like the Nashville School for the Deaf or whatever it is over there. <laughs> right. We're that bad. <laughs> and rolling back, so uh, Franklin has taken serious notes. He he knew that he's coming on the show and wanted to be very prepared. So he keeps telling me that Copious he took these notes. notes. Copious notes. Copious notes. It's a great word. Twenty-seven. <laughs> and for the Where podcast listeners, <laughs> before this goes out on on social media, it's just a sheet of paper that says twenty-seven in a row. <laughs> so rolling back twenty-six games ago, who was their last loss to? I'd been Alabama. Alabama in the in the SEC championship. Before that, it would have been South Carolina at home and like. 29 or no. No, we beat y'all with the Hail Mary. That was an 18. Wasn't an 18? Mm. I think that's the thing. That's the last time you lost at home? That's the last time Tennessee beat us. (laughs) the last time y'all Oh, wow. Uh, South Carolina was the last time I lost at home. Josh Dobbs to Jawan Jennings was 2016. Hmm. So, see, I spit straight facts. 27 <laughs> in a row. 2016, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I know that as the day Butch Jones cried again. It was the floor. What if Hypel comes out in orange slacks? <laughs> in his dooley britches? Well, I yeah. I'm going to kill to kit those slacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a big boy. <laughs> so, he's like, a national quarterback. <laughs> no. He's just got a little low T going on. It's fine. <laughs> he's got them bitch tits. <laughs> he's got a little low T. Get him in the men's clinic. He, he, need, he need to he, get I'm him sure some, some nugenics or whatever. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. But it's true. He probably eats 12 fruit by the foot every day. <laughs> Have you ever noticed his tongue's get, always red? Get, it really is. He's getting his fruits and vegetables in. <laughs> he's, eat, he's eating 12 fruit by the foot, strawberry flavored every day. I thought he's a Swedish fish man. <laughs> that, that very well could be it as well. <laughs> What'd you have today? A little small mouth? <laughs> I've had five bags of Swedish fish. 
I'm on the carnivore diet. I just need protein. Here's my little red fish. <laughs> red meat fish. Red number three. <laughs> die, die, red die number three. Oh Lord. Or he likes gushers, which I can understand why. Oh Mike. No, we're not talking about Michigan State's coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, gushers. Hey, who's the, who's the next head coach of Texas A&M? Because I want to give a hand, clap. Yes. Who is it? Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> Congratulations, Jimbo Fisher. Enjoy your retirement and $77 million. Mm, seven, him, and Ed, yeah. him and Ed O are on a beach somewhere going, <laughs> No, Jimbo's <laughs> going to be the next intern at the University of Alabama. Yes. <laughs> he can go to, oh, no. to the coaches. He's going to take the West Virginia job. Hmm. Well, he'll lose that money then, right? Does right. he can't take another coaching yeah. job? He can take any coaching job he wants to, but if he wanted to say, "I'll play, I'll coach for a dollar a year," that's it. Like he can coach for a dollar a year and still get his full pay okay. from a. Oh, I mean, I think he so they saw get- the writing on the wall about after game two, and he's like, "You know what? I'll just milk this out until they fire me." I'm just gonna just do my thing. Uh, let me hire Bobby P. <laughs> <laughs> I rode on the back of Bobby P's motorcycle. I was like, you want to ride over to Tennessee, see Bobby Hill? Bobby P. Bobby P. So, Bobby. Who anyway, rode on the sorry, back? Bird, you can end it. We just didn't <laughs> say anything about it. You gotta be, hey, you got to give the people the laughs. Like, I mean, A&M's job is about as equal as a Tennessee job. Their fan base is probably just as crazy as ours, and they stink just as bad as us. We both have tees on our helmet. We do. Y'all don't dress up in, like, fake military uniforms, though. <laughs> like, Tennessee, cool, you want to be volunteers, you want to wear a coonskin house. That's fine. These kids think they're in the military. <laughs> there is no ROTC. There is no military branch associated with A&M. They just dress up like Army kids. It's the weirdest thing ever. Do they play airsoft? Probably. And cosplay. <laughs> They're a bunch of furries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I their mascot know. is a dog. Yeah, so is, so is y'all, so is mine. True, but they're, they're, I know that something about their dog is the highest ranking member at the school. So, like, you know they play the cosplay army wear, and if the dog runs into your room and it gets in your bed, you got to do push-ups because it has rank over you. They literally have a dog general that's in charge of the entire university. Yep. And his name's Lassie. For real? No, it's not, I don't know what his name is, but it looks like Lassie. It's like Jimbo fell down the well, Lassie. So, in 1876, you know, it was... Agricultural Mechanical College of Texas, or A&M for short. Now, the letters means nothing. It's, I, it doesn't mean agriculture and mechanical. I thought that's what it meant. It said uh, originally, but the letters, this is on their website. Today, the letters no longer exclusively uh, stand for anything. No, because they got whatever the um, certification that all the Big Ten wants. To be one of their colleges, hmm. got a starts with an N. Like you have the, to have the dog's name is is Revel X. 
Revelette. Revel yeah, Revel Ten. It's the. No, that's why they had to drop any A and M because they had to get some kind of certification that, like, all the Big Ten schools and Florida State and all those other have. Oh. Some kind of. I guess it stands for acting manly. So it was established 1876 as a military institution, and the Corps of Cadets has played an important part of the history and development. While membership is now voluntary, the Texas A&M Corps of Cadets from uh, formed the largest uniform body of students outside of U.S. military academies. So they're basically Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's bad enough that on the F on the uh, FAQ website they had to put on here, what is the twelfth man? <laughs> well, you only allowed eleven on the field. <laughs> Who is the twelfth man? <laughs> what is the twelfth man? Why is the twelfth man? How is the twelfth man? <laughs> Who's on first? What's on second? Jim's not anymore. He gone. He go. Yeah, he's no longer the. The Interman head coach at Texas A&M is going to be Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I bet my money's on the guy from Oregon, whatever that feller's name is. Dan uh, Lennon. Yeah, that guy. Elijah Robinson is going to step in as the interim and play his first game against Abilene Christian. How do you win 51 to, like, 20 and get fired? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the question you got to ask yourself. Like, he beat off Mississippi State and still got fired. Well, Mississippi State, figurative and literally, doesn't have a head coach. He's in heaven. Maybe. Zach Arnett's, like, okay. Or whatever his name is. Uh, he'll be gone in a year or two. Athlon Sports. <laughs> says the options are Kalen DeBoer from Washington, Mike Elko from Duke, Lane Kiffin, not happening. Chris, Lance Leopold or Elko would be your only Chris option. Chris Kleiman, Dan Lanning is on here as an option. Lance Leopold, Jeff Trailer, Jamie Chadwell from Liberty, Rhett Lash. I don't think I don't think Oregon could pay Lanning what he needed to stay if A&M really comes hunting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would. I mean... They they don't have A&M money. They do. They have Nike money. It's stupid. Like A&M's got more. They do. Look, Google, it, Google it, Bird. Give me the endowment of both schools. I bet A&M is twice as much as Oregon. So, let's say Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are your highest pay coaches, and they're Let's say $10 million a year to keep numbers simple. Mm -hmm. Already has $150 million that they're having to pay Jimbo essentially because of his buyout and all his coaching staff's buyout. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to have an investment of like at least $300 million to go get a new coach. You're telling, me Oregon, you're telling me Oregon can't like hit a million dollars? Like, if they're offering landing eight, Oregon can't offer them seven a year. Fifteen universities with the biggest endowments. Harvard. Yale. Stanford. Stanford. Princeton. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, MIT. 
Pennsylvania, A&M, Notre Dame, Michigan, Duke, Washington University, and St. Louis. I didn't tell you so, but I told you so. M- I didn't, I didn't say they didn't have him down there. I'm just saying, are they going to pay him $20 Wait a minute. Million? Here's one you're not expecting. Vanderbilt, Virginia, and Cornell. Yes, A and M would pay whatever it takes if they they if they want to be competitive. They money is not an option at the University of Texas A and M, Texas A and M University, whatever. Playing that, but you can go get Lance Leopold from Kansas for five million a year versus landing. You're going to have to pay seven, probably the highest paid head coach. Probably so. Like, you would have to literally have a second-year head coach as the highest-paid head coach in all of college football to get him away from Oregon. That's a pretty like, easy gig on the left coast. Oregon's a pretty easy gig on the left coast. Oregon's a super easy gig because they're going to the Big Ten, so it's even easier than the Pac-12 was. Like you have Bart, are you still football. recording? Oh, yes. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be a three-hour episode. We haven't even talked about Georgia, Tennessee. Yeah, so we don't have to because y'all are going to beat the brakes off of us. Oh, it's a beautiful thing because we're the Benjamin Button of football. Oregon endowment is one point four billion, where A and M's was like thirty five billion. <laughs> We're not going to put that into a football coach. I promise you. I just knew a had stupid money. They do have stupid money. There's oil money in there, Bull. Yeah, it's oil money. Uh, they went out in the fields and be like, hey, here's a Tuesday fund. Get it go fire Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately, they they could probably stroke him a check right now for $77 million and say, here, go have fun. Well, the way his contract's structured, though, they only have to pay him like $22. Oh, I thought it was 77 Eventually, but it's the rest of it's paid off like – for the rest of the tennis. So it's like Bobby Bellina money in yeah, the Major League ten- Baseball. Tennessee knows all about Owen Coach's money for a long time. <laughs> so does Auburn. Jones. We paid off former two years before we hired him back. <laughs> What's he doing now? Is he working at ETSU? <laughs> Bad Phil? Bad Phil's working at the peanut stand in section hey. XX. <laughs> He's selling propane and propane accessories right now. <laughs> We're going to end the podcast recording, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this extra long, extra funny episode. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, Wherever you are, we are. Make sure you uh, go down there, hit the uh, link to go to our link tree, schedule yourself for an episode. Hit us up on social media, all that. You know how it goes. Go balls. Go dogs. Go dogs. I did it too. Dogs will hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs>